Well, hello there, and welcome to season four and a half of Church Kid Stories. Why the four and a half, you say? It's a super secret, but I'll tell you because you're the best. Right now, we're working on creating Church Kid Stories season five. It's going to be the best season yet. But while we hammer and nail and saw building season five, I thought it would be fun to share with you some of my favorite episodes so far. So sit back, relax, grab a bucket of candy. Oh, wait a second. Probably don't do that because it's almost bedtime. And enjoy tonight's story. Hi, it's Mr. Damon, and I am so excited for tonight's bedtime story. But before we get into it, I have to know, how did your day go today? On a scale of one to four billion, how would you rate it? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I understand. I understand. I would say that my day was probably a Three billion four hundred eighty-six million five hundred fifty-three thousand seven hundred and two. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Well, I have a question for you. Have you ever seen a church before? I'm guessing you're probably going to say yes, because whether you live in the Philippines or Russia or Canada, Argentina, Mexico, Singapore, uh, Czechoslovakia. Or even the United States, chances are you have seen a building in your town that says church on it. Sometimes they kind of have that cross symbol on the roof, don't they? But do you know that the church hasn't always existed? It's true. And also, I have a very fun fact for you. The building that you told me says church on the outside of it that you've seen isn't actually the church. It's true. You're like, Mr. Damon, is it like a fake thing? No, 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 no. Because the church is not a building in our hometown. The church is people. I'll explain more. In today's story, we are going to find out how the church first started over 2,000 years ago. Yesterday, we talked about the Holy Spirit, and we learned how Jesus sent his Spirit, the Holy Spirit, to live in his best friend's hearts after he went back up into heaven. We also learned that the Holy Spirit is God himself, and that God has three parts, God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And on the day that God sent the Holy Spirit, Peter, one of his best friends, told a huge crowd of people about Jesus, his rescue plan, and in that moment, over 3,000 people decided to say yes to Jesus' love, believed that Jesus is God, and guess what? In that moment, the church was born. And then every day after that, more and more people chose to believe Jesus died for them 
and became Jesus' followers too. And quickly, thousands and thousands of people, more every day, were becoming Jesus' followers. You see, Jesus' disciples were the leaders of this ultra-fast group that was growing. It was amazing. The Holy Spirit was using the disciples to do many miracles, like supernatural, impossible things, like praying for dead people and seeing them come back to life, seeing sick people healed, blind people could see again, handicapped people could walk for the very first time. The Holy Spirit was using his followers to do seemingly impossible stuff. And everyone who followed Jesus would gather together during the week to listen to the disciples talk about God's love. And as this movement grew, people began to call all of these Jesus followers Christians. But that was just a name that they were given. Really what it was, it was a group of people who loved Jesus and wanted others to love him too. And so the Jesus followers loved each other, were friends with each other, and with people who didn't know Jesus. They ate together, they prayed together, talked to Jesus together, and they were generous. They loved sharing what they had. No one was poor because they all took care of one another's needs. This is the church. Because the church is all of the people who love Jesus. Now, how do you think the religious leaders who crucified Jesus, tried to get rid of him, felt about the fact that the church was born and all of these Jesus followers kept growing in numbers? You're right. They weren't happy. No bueno. They crucified Jesus to get rid of him. And then he goes and uses their plot to defeat sin and death. And then he sends the Holy Spirit and news about his love and who he is explodes inside Jerusalem and then out into the world. Ha! It was a bad day for those religious bad guys. They should have known from the very start, you can never defeat and beat God. Well, this made the religious leaders even more mad. And then they tried their best to cause trouble and to silence all of the Jesus followers. They hurt some of them, put some of them in jail, and even killed some of them. But do you think that stopped the news about Jesus' love for the world? No way. Because God helped all of his Jesus followers. And then, the more that the religious leaders tried to silence them, the more all of Jesus' followers told others about the good news about his love, and more and more people joined the church. Just like the Holy Spirit filled the people in the first church with his love and his power, do you know he is doing the exact same thing in you? You are a part of God's church because God's church are the people all around the world, in every country, every language, every skin color, every age of people who love him. And Jesus loves his church.
and he loves you. And he loves the fact that you are a part of his global family. Just like the first Jesus followers shared what they had with the people around them, Jesus is growing his generosity on the inside of you, isn't he? Do you know what generosity is? Generosity simply means a willingness and a joy sharing what you have with the people around you. Your family, your friends, even strangers that you meet. What's a way this week that you can show Jesus' love to someone? Think about this. There are billions of people alive right now who love Jesus. They and you and I are his church. That's right. The church is you. And Jesus is using you and I and everyone who loves him to show the world how much he cares. So let's do this. Jesus is listening to us right now. He knows right where you're at. He's with you because his Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Let's just take a second and talk with him right now because he loves hearing from you. Say this, say, Jesus, thank you for bringing me into your family. Thank you for rescuing me and giving me eternal life with you. Will you use me to show your love to my family, friends, and the people I meet? I am so thankful that I get to be a part of your church. Amen. Amen. Well, have a wonderful night's sleep. Have sweet dreams. And I can't wait to hang out with you tomorrow night. Good night.